Hello, welcome to Cash Flow with Jason Waters. Uh, with us today, we have Russell Seifert. Welcome, how are you? Very good, and yourself, Jason? Doing well. I know we've known each other for a long time, but it's good to get reacquainted here um, that we online. Have. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Russell's the founder of Creative Solar USA, and tell us a little bit about your company and, and what you do and how you got into that. Uh, we are Creative Solar USA. We are what people call an EPC provider. So that is an organization that consults, uh, designs, uh, even sometimes finances and builds uh, solar energy systems, like what people put on the rooftops of their homes or what commercial businesses put up, and uh, even the interconnection process. And uh, I guess over the course of, you know, we're on our 13th year now, we've evolved to doing a lot more residential than commercial, but commercial has definitely picked up, but we're known as what you would call a turnkey provider. So we okay. do everything. Uh, so the customer is not left out there in the cold because in solar, even though it's perceived as a very cool, sexy uh, uh, technology, there are multiple steps, more than even just building a home. Uh, because you're dealing with uh, uh, utility regulatory permitting, different styles of pipes of permitting, interconnection process, et cetera. And uh, uh, we, the people here are very passionate and we have a good time. We work hard, but we have a good time. Okay. So you put in the whole solar system, solar, solar, solar system, systems, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a home or a business, yep. um, including the panels, including whatever, you know, um, whatever batteries or how yep. they, they they energy storage, energy, storage, energy, energy goes, storage, how does yeah. that work? Yeah, they call that energy storage now. It's becomes the word, it used to be the word batteries. It's still used a lot, but okay. batteries, energy, energy storage is the same uh, purpose. Okay. Um, and that has really changed in just the last three years. I mean, the energy storage market, uh, almost 70% of our clients now are requesting some form of energy storage with their solar. Okay. Um, because the cost has really come down um, and because of the versatility of, of the innovative technology that has come with lithium ion uh, technology, mm -hmm. people can use it for offloading their peak shaving. Uh, and when they're not home and their solar energy system is doing well, they don't want that solar energy to go back to utility where they're getting pennies on the dollar. They want a way to where they can use that later. So when they come home at light, or if they get up early in the morning and it's dark outside, they can use what's stored and use that to, to supplement what they usually pull from the grid. And then when they're gone during the rest of the day, that solar is recharging that battery up. So when they came back home at night during peak load demands, it offsets it that well. Wow. And, and now the big bonus is that if the grid goes down, they have something to back themselves up. Okay. How much, I mean, how much does it store? Well, uh, it, they come in blocks. So okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a, a, a word that everybody knows of who is by the name of Tesla. Okay. Right? Yep. Everybody's very familiar with that name. So we'll use that. A Tesla battery, battery system stores about 13.6 kilowatt hours. Okay. So if you have 13.6 kilowatt hours, if you have something like an air conditioning unit that's drawing two and a half kilowatt hours, you have about five hours to run that and nothing else. Okay. That's typically not the case because we don't recommend to run your AC system off of a backup system. Sure. So typically a Tesla Powerwall, and some people put two or three of them in their home, 
it'll back them up for multiple days if need be, but easily for five, six, nine hours of outage, they're good as gold. Okay. Wow. So a lot of changes along the way. Last yeah. time you and I talked, we didn't talk about storage. I don't know. No, that was like dinosaur. I mean, <laughs> even though it didn't seem long back, I think it was like five or six years ago. Right. Uh, battery storage was slightly in the conversation, but not yeah. much. Okay. Not much. Yeah. So what kind of challenges have you experienced? Well, the solar industry has a terminology called the solar coaster. Okay. <laughs> because it is very much almost like the economics of, of, of the United States. It's constantly changing, constantly in flux from policies that change by county, by state, nationwide, to permitting. Uh, permitting has been the biggest challenge, I think, for solar because it takes longer to get the permitting done than any other part of the steps process for having solar installed. Uh, and the, a lot of it's because either they don't have programs in place of how to and what to look for, or they become overly conservative because they don't know enough and they're going to put additional steps involved that aren't really going to be, that solar doesn't even involve. But they're looking out for the best interest of the consumer which is what our taxes pay for, which is the local city government. So you can't blame them, but um, I think there needs to be some education there that they need to seek from the outside to, to help them in that process. Right. The other things that become a barrier is your utility companies. Some of them don't have programs that are really customer friendly. Uh, a lot of your little municipalities, um, similar to ones that are in our own county where you and I are talking in, yep. they put up, uh, fees to almost come across like uh, to create a barrier to almost discourage solar and they fear that it's going to in uh, uh, have an ill effect on their revenue when it's really such a minute amount uh, sure. but it, it's more of a fear that they put up so those those I would say are your two biggest barriers uh, and then just access in, 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 in education so what are those fees you're referring to well, some utility companies, not big companies like Georgia Power or Cobb EMC, but some of the municipalities, uh, they have their own little uh, electric uh, utilities. And if somebody wants to put solar in their home, they'll say, okay, that's fine. But for every kilowatt you, you put up on your roof, we're going to charge you $10 a month. Okay. So if somebody puts a five kilowatt system, they're getting charged $50 a month in a flat fee that, for just having solar. Wow. So it's not, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it feasible. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Talk some more about that someday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, are, what kind of cool projects are you working on these days? Uh, one that's really actually in our back door. Um, I think you know who Cobb EMC is. Of course. So Cobb EMC is the largest uh, electric membership corporation on the East Coast. And they are one of the top five in the country. And about two years ago, uh, we were talking lightly about doing something together and they put a project out there. We, we bid for it. We were competing with other companies across the country. And um, I was very surprised that we were selected because I actually pushed against our, two of our people in the company here that wanted us to go after. I said, it's, it's too big. I said, we're going to be going against nas national companies. I said, I don't really see how this could work. 
And they said, but Russ, you know, we're in the back door. We're right down the road from him. We need to go after this. So it took some serious convincing to me. And I said, okay, if we're going to do it, you know, and I pushed back because I wanted to see how bad they wanted to do it. And uh, the two people we had on staff, they really were eager. So they put a lot of effort into it and we actually got the project. So we are finishing up. Uh, it'll be done by the end of this month. We've been on it starting since January. We'll be covering the entire roof surface of the entire Cobb EMC campus. Oh, wow. Uh, 1.86 megawatts. So there's almost 7,000 solar panels on the rooftop of Cobb EMC's campus. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. It is. it is. Thank you. And what's really innovative is we're doing a one megawatt storage facility. So it's a building that's 30 by 30 designed specifically to put nothing but batteries in there and it will supply four megawatt hours of output. That's awesome. It is. It's, uh, there's going to be a lot of good exposure, I think, for them as well as us. Um, it's kind of a research and development that, you know, Cobb is looking into to uh, have more innovation at their facility than any other electric EMC, which they are doing. And it's also designed so they can educate themselves, but also support their members who believe in renewables. Okay. Yeah. Great. We're about to run out of time. Uh, so finally, I'd just like for you to let us know how can folks get in touch with you? Well, they can go to our, our main page, which is creativesolarusa.com and ask us and fill out a form for us to contact them. They okay. could go to Creative Solar USA uh, on Facebook and Instagram, and we also have educational videos, et cetera, um, stuff that nature, or they can just reach us uh, by, by phone at 770-485-7438. All right, if anyone wants to get in touch with me, you can reach me on my website at financejw.com or on any social media channel, uh, Jason Waters, hashtag cash flow. Until next time, stay safe.